It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast brought to you by Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliable low prices, all parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome new listeners, old listeners. I am David Harrison, joined as always by Chris Russell. If you haven't already, please subscribe and follow the show. Leave a rating, leave a review. It'll help other fans of the team find us. When we're not here at the show, you can find Chris over the team 983 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. Also find he and Pete Methurst, as well as the Locked On Washington football team podcast on the Odyssey app. Chris also covers the Washington football team in writing for SI.com on Twitter. Find Chris at WrestleMania61. Find me at DHarrison82. Find the show at LockedWFTPod. A new week, Chris, one more week closer to training camp, to preseason, to regular season action, and to what is hopefully going to be a very successful season for what looks to be a very talented Washington football team roster. But they did lose a little bit of talent as well as they kind of churned over the roster trying to get things in place the way that this new regime wants it. One of those one of those players that departed the nation's capital, Morgan Moses, and we had news over the weekend about where he has ended up. Yeah, and this is not surprising. I mean, at first of all, we knew, David, that Morgan was not coming back, obviously, here when he was released a couple of weeks ago. So that part we knew. He'd been talking to the Chicago Bears, uh, but it seemed like every indication was that he was closing in on a deal with the Jets. Now, it was initially reported uh, last week. I know we talked about it, or one of us had it. I can't remember. Uh, that Morgan probably was going to get a multi-year contract uh, from the Jets. As it turns out, he only gets a one-year deal. Now, sometimes that's on the player too, right? The player says, hey, you know what? I don't want to do a multi-year contract because, you know, if I have a good year, if I stay healthy, if I prove to be a leader, if we win seven or eight games, you know, when we won two or three games last year, that's going to mean I can hit the market again and get paid. Um, So maybe that's Morgan's thinking here. I've been talked to him. Uh, Morgan's a good guy, great leader, gets the one-year deal. Uh, Looks like he'll start over George Fant. You, of course, can play left tackle if something happens to Mekhi Becton, uh, who was a first-round pick last year. Um, I think this is a good move for the Jets. I think, you know, people say, well, well, like, why would you want to play for the Jets instead of playing for a, a winner or a contender? And... You know, David, I i mean, first of all, we, we should know this, that teams change all the time going from contender to pretender, from non-contender, whatever. And it can happen quickly. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen with the New York Jets, but we do have to keep in mind a couple of things, right? Say, like, if he would have gone to Chicago, where apparently he would have p- replaced Charles Leno at left tackle, but he felt more comfortable at right tackle, right? And Charles Leno helped to replace him here. Say he goes to Chicago, you know, you're playing kind of a new position, even though, again, he played it for two games and changed last year. 
Again, he prefers right tackle. On top of that, from a family perspective, right, if his family, they just built a new home in the Northern Virginia area not even a year ago, right? So presumably his family is going to stay here. Well, Northern New Jersey is a lot easier to get home from, uh, you know, on a day off on a Monday uh, afternoon or, or after a victory on Sunday where you have two days off than Chicago. Not that Chicago is that far away, but we have to remember, especially guys with young children, that sometimes they're going to want to play where it's more convenient for them. So I, I think the combination here serves uh, Morgan Moses fairly well, even though most people would say, well, ugh, the Jets, they're a mess. Why would you want to go there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these guys, they're just like every other human being. You know, I mean, uh, we all know people who will do pretty much any job uh, anywhere they need to for the right amount of money. And we all know people who are chasing their passion and their dream and, and only want to do what they want to do. And, you know, every every person has their own individual motivations. I mean, another NFC East, uh, former NFC East player, Jason Pierre-Paul, when, when it became evident that he wasn't in the future plans for the Giants, one of the places he really was eyeballing going was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because he had a child down there and he wanted to be near uh, where his child was growing up and be able to be a part of that and be a more present father than he already was. And that's you know what he got and that, and that's kind of year to year like especially this year with JPP in a contract year that's something that we all talk about is the fact that the mm -hmm. reason he wanted to go to Tampa in the first place was because of this well that hasn't changed like his you know his, his child hasn't moved or anything like that so if JPP decides to play past this year that's another motivating factor uh, a lot of people like to throw like state taxes in Florida that they're non-existent in the in the mix I don't know how much that really because I mean Start a start a foundation and your taxes are taken care of. Essentially, is is kind of the way that right. ends up working. But anyway, there are a lot of motivations. So you know, uh, whether Morgan Moses you know is going to the Jets because he thinks he can help make them a contender, whether it was about the money you know, or, or maybe it was just they were the only team kind of willing to give him the one year, see how it goes deal. There's there's a lot of potential motivations. But either way, I mean, just just you know, from all from all reports that I've gotten, I've never met the man, you know, you're the, you're the closest I think I'll probably get to meeting him. And, you know, it seems like a good person. So I'm happy that he landed somewhere that he yeah. apparently at least feels comfortable enough to ink a deal for a year and, you know, wish him nothing but success unless he's facing the Washington football team, in which case, you know, I hope he gets like 20 holding penalties and causes the team. <laughs> well, the good news is for Morgan, the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets are not on the schedule uh, this year. But good luck, obviously, again, uh, to Morgan uh, there. I, I would say this just real quickly. This offense, I mean, I, again, we've discussed this, you know, because of the drafting of Sam Cosme, obviously the signing of Charles Leno, uh, the continuation with Cornelius Lucas, and letting both Christian and Moses go, as we've discussed, and, you know, as we had Randy Mueller on a couple of weeks ago, this is going to be a, you know, they talk about the quarterback competition, right? We're going to be watching this spot, especially the right tackle spot, hard in preseason and in training camp. Uh, it's a little harder for us at, at camp to see what goes on on the right side because it's usually the furthest away from us, but it won't be hard in the preseason games to see who's winning that battle. Absolutely, absolutely. So Morgan Moses has a new home. We know, you know, we already knew the future of the Washington football team. And like you said, Chris, unless uh, there's a postseason matchup in the future, the Jets and the Washington football team will not meet each other. How how unique would that be, though, if Zach Wilson leads the New York Jets to the Super Bowl This when Sam Darnold couldn't to face the Washington football team? If yeah. you think that is a possibility, you could make a lot, a lot of money. If you want to put money on the Jets going to the Super Bowl, you can make a lot of money doing so if that comes true by going to betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. For the record, 
I am not recommending you bet on the Jets to go to the Super Bowl. But if you wanted to, you could. Of course, you could also bet on baseball, which is in full swing. You could bet on the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, UFC, MMA action going on. Before the next contest, go over to betonline.ag. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to and through the playoffs. Head to that website, betonline.ag. Sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, this is the Locked On Washington football team podcast, along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us back together for one episode this week. And then, you know, because, again, it's the 4th of July week, we'll be separate for a couple of episodes, and then we'll reconvene. And, of course, we'll crank it back up as training camp opens and as we close in on the start of training camp. Don't forget, again, training camp this year uh, for Washington will open in Richmond on Tuesday, July 27th. Uh, There will be no practice that day. Players will report conditioning tests, uh, but you will start to hear news and certainly some press conferences. And then Wednesday, July 28th, the 29th, Thursday, the 30th, Friday, and the 31st, Saturday will be the four open practices in Richmond for fans that are in the area or planning on traveling uh, to the capital of the Commonwealth to come and see the Washington football team. And then uh, they will head back to team headquarters and we'll see how they do that in terms of fans. David, um, while we have an opportunity here, Pro Football Focus, uh, listen, uh, a lot of people don't like Pro Football Focus. I, I don't exactly know why. I don't always agree with them, but, I mean, they watch more tape than uh, you or I, and I'm not going to just completely shred them if they feel a certain way. Uh, and they did a top 50 list in the NFL, right? And whenever you come up with lists like this, there's always the chance, there's always the chance that somebody is going to be annoyed. And in this particular case, maybe the Washington football team as a whole is annoyed because on the top 50 list, which ends, by the way, with Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, there's no Washington football team players on the top 50 joining the Philadelphia Eagles as the two NFC East teams with no representation on this list. Dallas, again, gets Prescott at 50. Zach Martin, their Pro Bowl guard, who was banged up last year and had to play some tackle as well, at 15. James Bradbury, a Ron Rivera disciple, cornerback draft, uh, going from Carolina to the Giants. Um, He gets in at number 47 what do you make of nobody on the washington football team making the top 50 uh i think it's 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 essentially pff's way of saying that they're going to force watch football team to prove to them that the hype is real and it just it kind of goes back to everything we've been talking about right as soon as dak prescott uh was back with dallas and everybody knew that he was coming back to the team the the division was just handed 
to the Dallas Cowboys. And, and, you know, for what is, for whatever it's worth, even when the Dallas Cowboys, you know, absolutely, you know, suck and, and don't do any for decades on end, uh, they still bring a huge audience and, and their fans travel really well. So, you know, call it what it is. There's just a natural affinity. If you, if you wear that star on your helmet, if you're, if you're a B player, you're getting a bump to B plus a minus, you know, something like that, because, and and you're right, Chris. Like these guys watch a lot of film, and they watch more film than the average person does. Watch more film than most people in the media do. Uh, their grading scale is is kind of a top secret formula, and that's what kind of frustrates people is they don't really know how they're getting to the gradings they are. My my issue with these types of lists, and and like you said, it's everybody's going to find a problem with something, and it's it's a little bit nitpicky, right? But when we talk about the top fifty for 2021, it's it's about what they're coming into. And for Dak Prescott, you know, no offense to Dak Prescott, but we don't know what Dak Prescott is going to be in 2021 because coming off of a very terrible injury and an injury that can significantly hinder someone who has his skill set and likes to play this game the way that he does. So if I was PFF, I wouldn't put Dak Prescott in the top 50 because of what has happened to him. But I think that if, you know, if we were to sit down with somebody at PFF and say, that's the reason why they would say, well, but look at what he's done before. And we use that as a gauge for what he's going to do. Well, then I would ask you why Lamar Jackson's not on the list, a former MVP. You know what I mean? Like that's can you can you not say the same thing? At least Lamar Jackson got out of last season healthy, right? So you you could split those hairs, and I think that's really what we're doing here, splitting hairs. But even at least Chase Young not being on this list, like Chase Young gets a lot of love nationally wise. But whether you believe that Washington football team is a potential playoff team in 2021 or not, Chase Young still usually sits near the top of a list for a lot of people. I know he didn't necessarily, you know, he didn't like break all the sack records and all that stuff. And some people were a little disappointed uh, in the playoff performance or the, you know, in the lack of the stats, but watching him through Ohio state, I mean, it's, it, you got to get deeper. And that's where you say, like you say, these people watch a lot of film, you got to get deeper than the numbers. And, and we tell, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of players out there in the NFL that make a huge impact on their team that don't necessarily show up on the stat sheet and chase young when he's getting double or triple teamed, by by offenses that is a huge impact that he is making on his opponent that stands for something that means something that deserves some recognition even though you're not going to see it in the stat sheet so i think chase young may be the snub here um you could make an argument for some other players but i think chase young is the biggest one that stands out here and i think really it's just indicative of pff essentially telling washington football team prove it to us because we're not going to buy it just because everybody else is right Right, exactly. And I mean, obviously, Chase is the name that's going to stand out. You could certainly make an argument for Brandon Sheriff, although I think that's fair that he's not in the top 50. That's just me. Remember, PFF is doing a list for every single position, not just the players you recognize, not just the players that are on your fantasy team, not just the players that play at the glory positions. They're talking about tackles and guards and, you know, all the all sorts of different things. And obviously pulling 32 teams to come up with you know 50 guys now trent williams former washington football player uh made it at number 24 for the san francisco uh 49ers i i i didn't have as much of a problem with you know again dak prescott in there obviously i realized before the injury i understand where you're coming from certainly i, I mean i just kind of come to accept it it was a little bit interesting on such a bad defense that Minnesota had two players back-to-back, 32 and 33, in Harrison Smith and Eric Kendricks. And while they might both be deserving, the defense stunk. I mean, the defense stunk. To be both on it and that high is a little bit surprising to me. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, honestly, even even like the New Orleans Saints have multiple defensive members and their defense did get better, you know, but their defense was not exactly setting uh, the world on fire. Both of the New Orleans Saints tackles made it onto the list. And I mean, like you said, they're, you're ranking everybody. You're telling me that the Saints have two of the top 50 players bookending their offensive line like so nobody should ever get sacked like if, if that's really the right. case then no saints I mean, quarterback should ever good. get sacked they off are, the edge yeah they are good yeah, I, nobody should say that they're not good the question is is whether they're that much better than uh, all right let, let's take the the argument this way if not chase young who else uh, again i mentioned brandon sheriff i'm fine with brandon sheriff but you know i'm a little bit harder on brandon sheriff than just about everyone else and maybe i'm too hard on I, I don't know um is there anybody else that you think deserves uh to be on this list i mean what about william jackson the third now he hadn't played in washington but certainly he was paid like he's one of the better corners in the nfl yeah. how about wj3 I mean, I wouldn't make the argument for Jackson as much as I would for Young, and then I think I would probably put Terry McLaurin in there. Okay, Terry is a hard, is a little bit of a harder sell because you're you're talking about potential still. But again, if if we're talking about 2021 and you want to talk about you know the history and you want to count the history, because again, that's that's the only way Dak Prescott makes this list just because you only played four full games. So it's not a slight towards him, but the only way Dak Prescott is on this list is if you're talking about what history shows you is going to happen in the future. Well, if you look at Terry McLaurin's history, what it's going to tell you about his future is that he's going to eventually become one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. So why can't that become this year where he's out running mates like Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys, De'Ami Brown, and he's got a quarterback like Ryan Fitzpatrick who is known for helping getting wide receivers some pretty big numbers. Like why can't that be a guy that, that makes it in there? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would say Terry McLaurin's probably – the guy that I would argue the most uh, out of the players left off of this list. Um, I like William Jackson, the third, you know, uh, the defensive lineman you could certainly make, but I mean, specifically with Chase Young, and I know we're, we're basically circling back to that, the the lowest or the highest ranking, the lowest ranking, sorry, edge rusher on this list is Nick Bosa, and he's 27th. So 27th from 28 to 50, you don't have another edge rusher on this list and edge rushers are some of the most impactful players on the football field so even if it's not chase young right. i feel like yeah that's a good point the gap between nick bosa and the next best edge rusher is not that far you know uh, in my own opinion uh personally so even if it's not chase there should probably be another edge rusher on this list and here's the other thing too i mean bosa right he's coming off the torn acl yeah absolutely i mean another injury so, guy yeah i mean we don't know <laughs> you know we yeah, we. I mean, we don't know if he's going to be, yep. um, you know, back to Nick Bosa again. I mean, or how long it's going to take to get back. Um, you know, so I, I mean, you know, rankings like this certainly again can spur debate, and that's what they're about. Um, you know, like a guy like just for instance, I, I know I'm underselling him, John Johnson the third, who came over from the Rams, you know, to the Cleveland Browns, and they paid a bunch of money. And I know he's graded very well according to PFF over a, a bunch of years. But you know, look, when when, when you're playing with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. It, you know, that helps, that helps you do your job better. Take him away from that. And then all of a sudden you kind of like wonder, 
where he's at, where he's at. And then a guy like even, you know, Ronnie Stanley, right? Uh, the left tackle for the Baltimore Ravens. I, I mean, do we know if he's going to be the same player that he was before the injury? I, I mean, we don't know, right? I mean, same thing for your argument with Dak Prescott. I mean, ultimately, I would fully expect both Terry and Chase Young to be on this list next year. Uh, 50 is a hard cutoff at 32 uh, teams and so many players. All right, real quickly, uh, before we take our break, Ron Rivera also had something to say about his defensive line. He'll said, you know, look, there's nothing, you know, earth shattering here. He just says, we'll see how it goes in terms of paying all these guys. He said, the one thing that we're fortunate about is right now we don't have a high-ticket, high-priced quarterback that we've got to worry about for the future. Now, eventually that may come about. We'll see what happens. We'll see if we can figure out how to handle that. But right now we're going to take it one year at a time, make sure we're putting as many of these great players around and keep them around. Now, he he, he said the one, I guess, buzz item that he said, I think you've got to make sure the contracts are fair, first and foremost, for both sides. At the end of the day, if both people are griping about it and both people are happy about it, then you've got a fair contract. So, look, I, you know, I, I think Ron is and, and Washington is going to be in a really tough bind here trying to get all four of these guys eventually done, plus everyone else, quarterback or no quarterback. And I've discussed this a bunch, um, you know, in my various forums. I think the guy that's might be left out here unless he has a monster year this year is Deron Payne. Uh, we'll have more on that, obviously, as we go through. But first, guys, right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast, you know what I had for breakfast on Sunday morning? I didn't cook. I had a built bar. That's right. I love my built bar. And so does David. And so will you. If you haven't, Try to build bar yet? What are you waiting for? They have nine delicious flavors coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. Now, you might be wondering, well, what's so cool about that? Well, A, they're 100% covered in chocolate, soft, easy to chew. And in addition to those great flavors and the occasional limited time flavors, and they have plenty of those, they are really super duper, uber healthy for you. That's right. Most of them have 15 plus grams of protein, 130 to 160 ish calories per bar, four or five grams of sugar, four or five grams of net carbs. And if you have a hankering for a chocolate bar, telling you, you're not going to need anything more in your life than a Built Bar because, again, they taste great and they're good for you. So order today. Get the mint brownie. That's David's favorite. Peanut butter brownie, my favorite. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you're ever going to need. And with society opening more and more every week, it seems, and if you're looking to go catch a Washington football team training camp practice, preseason game, regular season game, you need to make sure that your car is ready to go. Don't wait until the day before to give it a test drive. Make sure your car is running well and when you're doing so, why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts at a chain store or a car dealership that you can get from rockauto.com? For example, a Honda Odyssey, if you try to take the family to the game, 
a fuel pump goes out. That fuel pump is going to cost you $353 from certain chain stores, but it's only going to cost you $216 at rockauto.com. That's not show money. That's souvenir money. That's beer money. If you have the, uh, the fortunate ab ability to consume such a product, rockauto.com, not only is going to save you money, but we're also a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you can need, including brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Wrapping up today's episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at dharrison82 at russellmania621. Find the show at LockedWFTPod. Chris kind of mentioned it earlier, this is my only episode this week. Chris is doing me a solid favor, allowing me some family time before we get ramped up for training camp preseason, regular season, uh, covering the last two episodes for this week. Don't worry, guys. We know that our not being together uh, as often as you would like is a hot-button topic for some of you. When training camp and the preseason gets spun, spun up, that will all go away. Believe me, this is specifically for uh, the offseason. This is kind of our time to take a little bit of downtime. But when we get back to the regular season, you're going to have each of us together for at least four episodes a week uh, moving forward. So don't worry about that. You're getting a lot more of Chris and David together that you can react to. But Chris, we've been getting reactions from our listeners anyway all offseason long. We've got one more that we're going to hammer out right now before we send them into the rest of their Monday. What up, my guys? Your favorite fan from uh, Watt, Camion here. First off, happy Father's Day to the both of y'all. Uh, here, a little note. Uh, first off, Moses, if he does uh, sign with the Jets, I wish him all the best. He was a good guy. Just didn't work out. Hey, uh, our QB, I do think that in Ron's mind, he wants to push that it's an open competition, but yeah, it's Fitzpatrick's uh, job to lose. Uh, I think he kind of messed up saying, oh, Fitzpatrick is QB1 going in, but, you know, he also said that, you know, he wanted to make sure that it is a competition. It's a competition. I think that's why he's pushing the competition thing. But all honesty, I think Fitzpatrick will have to do a lot to lose, not be the starter. Is probably a competition between Heineke and Kyle Allen, and with Kyle Allen not being a uh, uh, well right now, Heineke is going to be number two. Uh, as for Haskins, you know, I wish him all the best over there at Pittsburgh. I hope he does make it. You know, he was talented. He was just kind of an idiot, you know, doing dumb things. So I hope that works out for him. Uh, my last thing. Bill Bar, I know y'all submitted about the non-chocolate wine. Submit, can you submit like maybe a, a you know, the one of them limited time flavors, maybe a, have it coated in white chocolate, because in case you didn't know, white chocolate isn't really chocolate. So maybe like a caramel and white chocolate or something in white chocolate for a limited time flavor. You know, let me know, hey, love y'all, man, y'all doing y'all thing. Always uh, going to listen forever, fan. Holla. 
All right, David, that was a good voicemail. Uh, always good to hear from our pal Camion. Um, you know, I, I, he kind of had a couple of different things. I was most intrigued by the Bill Bar with white chocolate and caramel. Give me all the caramel I can handle. You know how I am with peanut butter. Caramel is another uh, one of those. But uh, listen, the quarterback battle will be fun. I, 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 I just don't know if some of it's lip service. I mean, I know Ron's desperately trying to, you know, make this a real legitimate competition. I really think the battle comes down to who's the number two quarterback as opposed to the number one quarterback. Uh, but thank you, Camion, uh, as always. Uh, David, that's going to do it for this episode. And like you said, uh, for this particular week, and we will be back together uh, again next week, and I'll have a couple of episodes coming out here before the 4th of July weekend. So all the best to you and your family uh, as you uh, uh, refresh and recharge the batteries and as we get you closer and closer to football season. Guys, get most, uh, get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, um, if you have a voicemail and you want to leave us a voicemail, you see, you get on the show, uh, just dial 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. Or if you want to email us, LockedWFTPod at gmail.com. That's LockedWFTPod at gmail.com. All right. For David Harrison, and happy 4th of July to David and his family. And to you, if you're going to be in and out this week, I'll be back with a couple more episodes before then. This is the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.